Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a Better Business Bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. MrQuickPick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. What they don't know is my dad and me, we drove her out to Tennessee. She's still here now, he's gone. So I hold on. Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Negotiations Bible style. Bible style. Bible, 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 Bible. Negotiations Bible style. Today's Christian Car Guy Show. Today's Christian Car Guy Show. Fathers on purpose. Jerry, we have some good stuff here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of we can go a lot of ways with fathers, can't we? Yeah. So we're hoping to hear some amazing stories today. Plus, we have a new contest where you could be one of six winners to an overnight stay at the Red Roof Inn anywhere in America. And the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair for Single Moms, Widows, and Families in Crisis. We have some prayer requests, new prayer requests to share with you. And in the last segment today, I'm very excited because we have Christian Car Guy Theater. Brand new, episode 27, Jailhouse Justice, part four. So you got so much good stuff coming. Packed full this morning. Packed full. Packed. And for the first time ever, (laughs) we are streaming at Facebook. Yes, the Christian Car Guy fan page. There's a live stream going on there, so if you want to see Jerry in his in his beautiful green shirt, and <laughs> you want to see what's if going on, I wore something brighter. That's <laughs> if you want to see what all this looks like, you can go to Christian Car Guy and go to the Christian Car Guy fan page and see it. So, getting to our subject today, fathers on purpose. Although not all of us have earthly fathers on purpose, you know God has strategically placed other gods, other, what am I saying, other <laughs> good fathers 
He strategically placed other good fathers in our lives. So as we consider fathers on purpose, I want you to think of that guy. Maybe he was an uncle or a grandfather or a coach or a boss or maybe a neighbor. You know, that guy that you knew, you were the apple of his eye. You were his favorite. And you've heard me say this before, I hope. Every man bears the image of God in his own unique way. So each man has a special sauce. (laughs) a sweet spot, something that he can do where he feels God's pleasure, you know, like the movie Chariot of Fire where, you know, Eric Little said, I can feel God's pleasure when I run. Well, every man has something like that uniquely that he does, that he has what it takes. And essentially, that's where he's reflecting God's glory. And so your father, that father figure in your life, in some way, shape, or form, he had that special something. And Actually, this is something that I believe even the angels long to see this because it's an aspect of God. You can only see it as it's reflected by certain people. When you see that aspect of that person, you're seeing something that only angels get to, you know, it's just an amazing thing. So what's more than cool is that your father or your father figure, right? He, at some point in time, calls you because he loves that and he loves you, he will call you into that adventure. And so in my case, my father worked for Buick Motor Division. And he was, his gift was working with dealers and understanding the operations of their businesses. And so he was promoted through Buick rather rapidly because he was so good at working with these dealers because he understood something that very few of them understood and that was their operational statement, in other words, our financial statement. And my father had a really unique gift of being able to look at that operational statement and see within that things that nobody else could see. Now, if you can imagine me as an 11-year-old, 12-year-old boy, and my dad says, come here, son, I want to show you something. And he brings me over to a dealer's operational statement, and he says, you see this right here? You see where this dealer's warranty repair, um, his... his, uh, receivable is four times what he normally sells in warranty repairs. See how that receivable is four times that amount? That means either he's got a really bad warranty clerk or he's making up bogus warranty claims he's turning into the factory. And I would just look at that and go, really, Dad? You can see that from that number? You can see it? And he would say, yeah. And, And later in life, he took me actually into these meetings where he had this management performance groups was his company and he would bring 20 of these dealers together and they would compare these numbers and show that and i would get to see my dad do that and later in life he even we even shared some clients together where we would go out on these trips and my point of all that is this is a taste of heaven your heavenly father is calling you into the family business (laughs) however that may look And I wonder if you have a story along those lines that you would like to share on this Father's Day weekend about your father. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share your story. But we have, first off, a very unique story because I actually have my father, who's Bob Dillmore, is going to share his story about his father, which was Herman Dillmore. Hey, Dad. You're on the Christmas car gushing. (laughs) What you got for us? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, we hear you great. Okay. Also, before you get started, how are you doing this morning, Bob? This is I'm Jerry Mathis. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. 
my, you know, I was born and brought up in Colorado, and uh, while my father was very busy with his business and with church, uh, he did like to hike, and uh, so we, as young men, or really as children, uh, hiked and uh, climbed uh, Long's Peak and several of the uh, long uh, hiking that were in Colorado. So uh, my dad um, helped us in hiking, and um, that was kind of our pleasure. My dad did not play golf. He didn't fish. Uh, so he didn't spend a lot of time with us, but uh, we did hike uh, various paths. And I imagine looking at those mountains, can you imagine the hiking up Long's Peak if you've ever seen it? It's absolutely spectacular. And so what a what a beauty to see. What's something to think about with your dad? And isn't that a taste of heaven, Dad, to be with your dad on an adventure like that? Yeah, Long's Peak is about uh, 14,200. 300 feet, um, so it was a, you know, the last part of the climb was along the rock wall that uh, was pretty perilous, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so cool, Dad. Thank you for calling in and sharing that today. God bless. We're going right. to spare the rest of this Father's Day, and of course, my father has been taking me on adventures like that all along, Jerry, and your father, he... Uh, he yeah. brought you into the family business. Yeah, you know, and everybody's father's different and stuff. And, you know, we all wish we had that one that reflected Jesus Christ and reflected our Heavenly Father. Uh, my dad wasn't the, and isn't the warm and fuzzy kind of guy and, and reflect that. But one thing he instilled to me was loving automobiles and loving working on cars and also, you know, just ha- just our business. I mean, that's, you know, he, he yeah, had the, the For those who don't know, because every time I look at Jerry, see it says Ray's Body Shop. <laughs> those who are looking on Facebook right now can see that it says Ray's Body Shop right there on his shirt. But his name is Jerry because who was Ray? Uh, that was my father. <laughs> oh, that is my father. Yeah, but, you know, and and one thing that, that, that always meant a lot to me and I thought about that sort of ingrained in me is just one thing he did do. I mean, he worked for Reynolds. And one day, and I, I guess I was probably, or I'm not sure how old I was, four or five years old, I can still remember him coming home and telling my mom that I, I quit today, I'm going to open up a body shop. And he did it. I mean, he walked out, and and I was just always remember that, that commitment whenever you, he made up his mind to do something, and he did it and went out on, on just... Faith? Yeah, faith. I mean... Pretty amazing, and that's sort of, uh, I guess, a lot of things where, where I'll step out and stuff. I did get that from him. <laughs> so, uh, And your brother's with you there today, yeah, too, yeah. and that and it really is a family business in the case of yeah. Ray's Body Shop. Absolutely. Just, you know, it's pretty cool to be able to work with your brother and stuff, and that's one thing. Everybody comes in and says, you know, I know there has to be some kind <laughs> of strike and, and arguments, and, you know, we really don't ever have any of that, and we both, uh, and I think part of that is for who we are, and grateful for that all right well we're going to find out more about this contest you can win at red roof inn by picking your favorite can we go anywhere christian car guy anywhere in anywhere. any rooftop red roof inn in america we're going to hear all about that coming up as well as your father's day story you got to call us 866-348-7884 your father on purpose
it's just an old beat up truck Some say that I should trade up now that I got some jangle in my pocket But what they don't understand is it's the miles that make a man I wouldn't trade that thing in for a rocket What they don't know is my dad and me, we drove her out to Tennessee She's still here now, he's gone So I hold on what was your father's glory today on the Christian Car Guy Show? And how did he call you into that adventure? We would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. Your story with your dad when he took you, maybe it was working on a car. How fun is that? Or maybe it was hiking in the mountains. I don't know, but I would love to hear it as we honor fathers today on this Father's Day weekend is it's a picture when you really think about how cool is it going to be for eternity that our Heavenly Father is going to take us on these adventures into the family business because, you know, he's like bringing the sun up every morning. It's pretty pretty big work that he does. <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome business there, family business for sure. <laughs> so we would love to hear your story. As we mentioned, there is... A very exciting new contest here at the ChristianCarGuy.com website, which it's kind of neat. Red Roof gave us these six um, VIP uh, passes for so you can stay at any Red Roof Inn in America. And so all you have to do is go to the website. You'll see it right there. It says Red Roof Inn Contest, and you pick your favorite Christian Car Guy Theater episode, and no, you don't have to have it memorized. I listed them all there so you can pick which one it is, and then you have a chance to win one of six overnight VIP certificates good at one for one night stay at any Red Roof in America, which, by the way, that's it's good for two people, so you know you can go and, and have a good time. The VIP certificates will be good through October 31st, 2017. All you have to do is go to ChristianCarGuy.com and fill out and submit the form. You must be 18 to win and one entry per family, please. No purchase necessary. And the contest rules are all right there at ChristianCarGuy.com. The winner will be selected by random drawing and will be notified by email before July 31st. So go now to ChristianCarGuy.com and enter to win as well as while you're there. There's hundreds of articles. There's podcasts of all the previous shows, of course, all the Christian, all those other 26 Christian Car Guy Theater episodes, which today, in the last segment, you get to hear last one, Jailhouse Justice. This weekend, Father's Day, you could have the marathon. You just listen to them all. It, yeah, you could. <laughs> and I can tell you that, 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 that the Noir, who is, boy, he's coming to town. He's coming to Beaver County, and it's a pretty scary situation as you listen to the episode today. <laughs> and also at ChristianCarGuy.com, we've added this car show calendar the cruise in and the car show calendar you can check that out the christian car salespeople registry and of course the jesus labor of love car repair labor for single moms widows and families in crisis and so i, I wanted to update i know a lot of folks always ask me because they listen to the show and i appreciate it so much robbie what happened on this one what happened on that one so i, I thought i would give you a few updates on where we are on certain situations in the form of a prayer request. So what I've done now is I've decided rather than put in a prayer request at the website every time I get an application, it kind of gets overwhelming. So now at the 
beginning of the week, I put in the prayer request for the ones I really feel like, wow, we need, well, I need God's help with every single one of them. But these I really, <laughs> I'm kind of at my wit's end of it. So it, I don't know if you remember last Saturday, I was really struggling because this one lady who was a, a, a victim of domestic violence, we had all these really heavy parts that we had to get to Raleigh somehow. And I had no way to get them there. And, and, and I put a prayer request in on Monday on the website. And would you believe God answered that prayer by Monday night? Somebody volunteered Tuesday morning. They went and picked up the parts, drove them all the way to Raleigh and delivered them for this lady. We're still got to get that car fixed. And that's still a critical situation because she needs work and we got to get that car fixed. But um, we also have the homeless man. And I put a prayer request down for him that, you know, wow, he has a se severe front-end problem on an older model Toyota that's really going to take a lot of work and a lot of repairs. And he was in a town where we could not find anybody to work on the car, Jerry. And so I put this prayer request on the website on Monday. <laughs> and by Wednesday, would you believe, we found somebody that worked on this car. And uh, it, it's amazing how many times... God comes through in these things. And of course, we've still got to find the money to fix it and, and all that stuff, but we're you know getting one step at a time. And things don't always go right at the Jesus labor love. And again, if you're just tuning in, you're wondering, what is the Jesus labor love? Well, it's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. If you know somebody, whatever, that application's at christiancarguy.com. But this one... And we're still praying for her because we had it at one of our repair shops. It got out. She thought it was fixed. It had a drivability problem. And you know what this means, Jerry. Those are difficult sometimes. And she called me a week later in tears. It didn't fix my car. It didn't fix my car. I don't like those people. Can I take my car somewhere else? So I sent him to her a second place that honestly has never let me down. <laughs> and after two weeks at that place... <clears throat> more trouble and she's very upset of course unfortunately the person that's repairing the car is feeling let down too um in the way he's been treated and so it's just one of those things that comes with ministry it'd be yeah, easy that, if, it, you know. yeah, if ministry was if it was easy everybody wanted to do it that's, <laughs> that's what i always say and then god I just, works it out though. i got a new one this week um this family wow and it's one of those that I really, I don't know what to do, but go to God with it. They've had two fires, the family. This is a, a family. Two fires, you know, lost everything in the first fire. About the time they started to get their stuff back together, guess what? Another fire. Then the husband has knee replacement surgery, and now they need a whole transmission. We're talking like $2,300 worth of repairs. And you know, it's one of those things that we just like, wow, God, I need your help. <laughs> I don't know where we're coming up with this and, and, and to help those kind of things. So again, we appreciate your prayers and it's through the prayers that God makes all this stuff happen. Of course, you can find out more about it in the contest and all that stuff at christiancarguy.com. But when we come back, I need the phones to light up at 866-348-7884. We only have one more segment for you to call in because we got Christian Carter. Yeah, want to hear, hear the stories about their father or even them being the father. 348-7884. <laughs> Maybe you took your son. That's right. Yeah.
others on purpose today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We would love to hear your father's glory story. <laughs> I guess that's the best way to put it. You know, when was that time he took you on that adventure or you got a chance to go with him to work to see what it was he did? Or maybe there was just something you saw. Maybe your dad painted or maybe he wrote poetry. I don't know what it was or a father figure in your life that you got to see and you were like, wow. I mean, that it's, it's like a taste of heaven to get brought into this, isn't it, Jerry? Yeah, and I think so. that's one of the things in, in, in the culture we live in today that's that's missing. I mean, you think about it. I mean, when we grew up, I mean, you went out and, and, okay, for me, it was working on cars, going to car sales and that type of thing. But I got out of the house, and we did things. And when we grew up, we, we did things. I mean, how many times do you see now – Families talking about well, we went out and built a treehouse or worked in the yard together, you know, or or you know, he talked about the the, the drive-in, you know, the the cruise-ins and the car shows during the summer. You know what? If you have a, a a young son, I mean, look and find that schedule and go out and just just look at cars, just do something to get out from in front of the, you know, a device of some sort, you know, <laughs> yeah. screen time, whatever yeah. that may look like. Well, I know you got a story. You got a short time to get it in. Because Christian Car Guy Theater coming up in the last segment, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Our very own producer, Kim, you got a story for us, right? Yeah, yeah. My father was a, he was a remarkable man. He was kind of hard on us sometimes, but he would always teach us lessons as far as, you know, taking care of yourself, you know, thinking for yourself. And he would teach us lessons while working on cars. And one instance I remember is that he would show us things, you know, as far as how to fix stuff if you're in the trouble or, you know, what to look for when you're buying a car. And one particular instance, he's, you know, my sister was getting ready to buy a car, you know, and he had been teaching us and about what to look for and everything. And when we went to the dealership and, of course, they, we found out later that the guy was a swindler, you know. Was it West Side Christ? <laughs> what, what was his but, name? <laughs> but but the, but the, what was going on is you know she would you know check under the hood and you know and let the engine run and and my dad would tell us you know because back in those days you had a lot of you know, car dealerships that would yeah. I don't know if you heard the term of put wood chips in the engine block uh, but yeah i've heard it somewhere. yeah i can't remember where <laughs> and yeah that was going on Saw, sawdust in the rear end Saw, oh, yes there, there yeah exactly and you know she kind of stalled him a little bit and was talking to him and then once the car started vibrating real bad and he said oh no that's not nothing nothing to worry about nothing she said no this is my dad told me this just in the third and my dad's back behind the car just laughing <laughs> because you know he he was you know assured that she had learned a lesson for paying attention to what he was trying to tell us and and how awesome is that really jerry and, and kim both that here's a father allowing her to go do it but you know in the background you know you know watching it go down and and that's just a that's really cool yeah sort of the, that definitely reflects our heavenly father i mean well let's go out there and make our mistakes or see if we learn from our mistakes and that's exactly what kim's dad was doing so as i was 
preparing actually for a message. I'm so blessed, really. I get to to speak on Father's Day in Durham for the second time at Peace Church. But last year on Father's Day, I got to do it, and I get a return visit at Peace Church. They must have liked what they got the first time. I, and the neat thing is, it's just a wonderful church, and I know they pray for me. And so I get this download from God on what you're going to speak about. And I really, really, really love Isaiah 11, um, where we hear what the anointing of Jesus would be. Because, you know, in Isaiah 11, essentially, uh, it says in the Spirit, <clears throat> let me get, get it exactly for you, because I had it, well, anyway. You did the shuffle. <laughs> I did the shuffle and lost it. But here's what it says. I know it by almost heart. So it says a branch is going to come up from the shoot of Jesse. And the Spirit of the Lord would rest upon him, and it would be the seven. Then he gives you the seven spirits of God, which is the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of understanding and the spirit of counsel and the spirit of knowledge, excuse me, the spirit of might, and then the spirit of knowledge, and then the fear of the Lord and the delight in the fear of the Lord, which those are the seven, these are the seven things that Jesus is anointed to do, which makes him like the ultimate shepherd. It makes him the ultimate good shepherd, which makes him like the ultimate father. And so as you begin to go through those seven, number three is the spirit of counsel. And in the Hebrew, the word counsel has this sense of purpose, that when somebody's counseling you, they're going to turn you back towards your purpose. And so I lined up these seven anointings of Jesus with the 23rd Psalm, where here we see the ultimate shepherd, right, because the Lord is my shepherd, and Jesus is explaining these anointings in order, by the way, in my opinion. And when you get to that one of counsel, what the good shepherd does is he makes me lay down in green pastures. And you, Robbie, what does it have to do with counsel? You see, if you're a sheep, your purpose is to get fat and healthy and be a great sacrifice. If you're David's sheep, you can't have any blemishes. You got to be really healthy. And so laying down in a green pasture is pretty much your purpose because you, you need to eat and sleep and be rested and be good. And so it's an interesting thing. In World War II, uh, talk about a good shepherd. There was all, in World War II in London, all these orphans running around, and they didn't have any food, and they were starving. And as they brought them into the orphanages, they couldn't get them to sleep. And a good shepherd said, look, they're worried about their next meal. They've been without food for so long, they're terrified they won't be able to eat again. And so they said, if you will give them a piece of bread to go to bed with, and they'll hold it in their little hand. They'll know their next meal is going to be there in the morning. You know what happened? They all went right off to sleep because the good shepherd knows that sheep, when they know they're going to wake up to breakfast, man, I mean, I, I got nothing to worry about. And I, by the way, I got David over there who can take on a bear and whatever. I mean, that's into the fear of the Lord part of the anointing. But anyway, <laughs> you, you see the picture is a good father has a understanding of purpose and when 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 he's looking at his child like like Kim was just explaining he realizes as they come up we got to find their purpose and then we got to give them an appetite to move into that purpose which eventually will be to reflect God's glory okay but what's really cool as you begin to understand this principle of counsel is to look inside anybody's life whether it's your child or your spouse or maybe your father and go, wow, where is their special sauce? What is it that they do that you know when they do it, that's a reflection of God? 
and to find that in a loved one and then to just sit there and call that out like man you really can act or you and, and which by the way you're fixing to hear my daughter and my father <laughs> in christian car guy theater but to actually hear my daughter do that is calling out her glory yeah I, you know i think it's such a, a cool thing when god god has a purpose for us and a desire for us we have that free will but when our desire and purpose for ourselves aligns with what god has in store for us man that's just awesome and then as a father if we can see that passed on and see that manifest in our own children man that is humbling and makes you a proud father in a in a hurry right so it's 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 a really really an amazing thing and you may even be saying, Robbie, I know you're stretching it. A sheep, really, its purpose is to be, ed, you know, <laughs> to be of sacrifice and to be eaten. Well, as somebody who has essentially butchered and slaughtered sheep, and I've done it for Passovers and that kind of thing, I can tell you that if you're doing what God wants you to do, whether you're a tree or you're a sheep, that you are completely honored in that duty. And there is a reason that sheep go to the slaughter without making any noise. Because they're honored, really, if you think about it. God gave them a purpose to provide you with life. So if you're eating hamburger today or whatever it is that you're eating, that animal gave its life so that you could have life. And to understand that underneath the, the, the culture of today, I think, is a horrible misunderstanding. Those animals willingly give their life so that you can have life for the purpose for the purpose of reflecting your father and coming into the family business. Those animals are in the family business so that you can go spread the word of Jesus Christ. I mean, that's how all that works. <laughs> it's an amazing thing. Awesome. It is awesome. So get ready to enjoy this episode of Christian Car Guy Theater and have an amazing Father's Day where I hope you look in your father's eyes and see his glory. Now time for Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode, Jailhouse Justice, Part 4. Previously on Jailhouse Justice, Bad Brad had escaped from jail, aided by the nefarious Ned who works for the nasty Noir. Brad is desperate to kidnap Allie once again because the Noir, a maniacal mobster crime boss, has kidnapped Brad's daughter Christy all to make sure that Brad will bring Allie back in. Deputy Eustace was approaching the stolen dish van as Brad is hoping to use Allie's little dog Fritz to recapture Allie. Eustace gets on the radio. Beaver County Sheriff's Office, Georgina. You got a copy? 10-4 Eustace, what's up? Georgina, is there any state police available for backup? I spotted that stolen dish TV van, and before I approached it, I was wondering if the state police are in the area. Afraid not, Eustace. They're all out looking for a missing hiker on Long's Peak. Well, no time to waste, Georgina. I'm approaching the van now. What? What is that? Eustace is so shocked, he almost drops his gun. His jaw drops in utter disbelief. As his eyes focus through the tinted glass into the back of the van, he sees an unconscious Brad and Fritzy, the little dachshund, licking his face. Well, what in the world? I, I 
so, I imagine escaping from a hospital when you have third-degree burns might not be the brightest move there, tough guy. The hatch isn't even locked. Well, I'd better, I'd better cuff him before I, I call for an ambulance. Oh, here, come, come, come here, little guy. Let's go call for some help for this, this would-be bandito. Georgina, you ain't gonna believe this. Oh, I just walked right up to the van and he was in there out in the cold and I just went in and cuffed him without a struggle. It was a walk in the park. Meanwhile, under the hood of Jimmy's Jeep, the car parts are congratulating themselves on their previous assault on Bad Brad. That fuel firewall on Bad Brad is the gift that keeps right on giving. Ain't that right, Frenchy Fender? Mais oui, Monsieur Mosey Motor Oil. You are so right. Monsieur Bad Brad is like the French fry, extra crispy. <laughs> well done, if I do say so myself. <laughs> we don't guess it, Frenchy Fender, Mosey Motorol. While you three are congratulating yourselves, consider what old prayer has done through this foolishness. Crazy gas tank, now I know why you're so cool. You wear sunglasses, and that is sun, as in S-O-N. You see Jesus everywhere. You saw right through our vain glory. Hey, good, good one. That's a good one, Wally Windshield Wiper. Mmm, you came up with a good one that time. Yeah, sorry for the slip up, though, Gracie. A few minutes later at the church. Ah, uh, that's wonderful news. Thank you for letting us know, Eustace. Everyone, Brad has been apprehended and is currently back under guard at the hospital. He had a stolen van and a little dachshund was in it named Fritz. Isn't that your dog, Bonnie? Yes, I had just let him out. He must have dognapped Fritz. But why? I'm guessing he wanted to use Fritz to trap Allie. How low will that guy go? Fritzy? Really? My little Fritzy? Just think, Allie, you wanted to go visit Brad and tell him you forgave him. Just a few hours ago, you wanted to do that. I still do, I think. Jimmy, isn't that what we're supposed to do? Like Jesus did for us? But I can't do it today. I need to process all this. I'm heading over to the hospital now. I'd like to have a talk with Brad myself. I'll see if I can soften the ground a bit before you speak with him, Allie. I can get an idea how you will be received before you lay it out there. I really think this could be kingdom advancing stuff, but let's all be in prayer for the Holy Spirit to soften Brad's heart first. Awesome. Thank you, Pastor Jack. That makes sense. And I can sure ask Jesus to help you with that. Bob and Bonnie, Eustace told me he has your dog at the jail. Grandpa, I want to go too. Fritzy could be traumatized. Well, that's a bit of a stretch, but come to think of it, Fritzy has always been a long little doggy. <laughs> that was punishing, Bob. <laughs> but when it comes to drama, Fritzy is an Oscar wiener. <laughs> oh, brother, who got these two started? Can we go? Bad Brad's capture hasn't escaped the Noir's notice as he meets with his Lieutenant Lou in their underground bunker deep underneath the Del Sori Corporation's fine-fit auto parts plant. Well, well, well. I guess you can't leave a boy to do a man's job. I'm thinking Brad will be cooling his heels behind bars for a while now. <laughs> Besides... I have a better idea for this Beaver County anyways. I've been looking at real estate prices and tax rates there, 
and I believe I found the perfect location for Telstory's next fine fit auto parts manufacturing plant. <laughs> Check this map right here, next to a place called Nahum's Garage. <laughs> oh, hey, that's a great idea, boss, but uh, hey, what do we do with that uh, Irish chick you got stashed there? Now, you listen to me and listen good. Go back and tell her that poor daddy's behind bars, so she has to go for a little ride. Leave the back door unlocked, so she jumps out at the first light. Then run after her, but don't catch her. No, she'll head straight to the cops, thinking she can identify us. This is where it gets good. Poor little Brad will have to see pain and sadness in his daughter's face as they lock him up. <laughs> Plus. She'll be there to see the whole pitiful person her dad is, and those lengths that we went through to disguise ourselves as Angelo Bellotti and his first lieutenant Vinny? <laughs> We're brilliant, if I do say so myself. And I do. <laughs> That'll keep both the cops and that pipsqueak Angelo nipping at each other's heels for weeks. <laughs> yeah, 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 and we even paid for her room with Vinny's credit card. Yeah. <laughs> Another stroke of genius. I'm too brilliant for words, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, Pastor Jack is heading to see Bad Brad, and he walks past the two Colorado Highway Patrol officers watching him. Hello, Brad. I'm Pastor Jack from the church here in Beaver County. Listen, preacher, I don't need you to preach at me today. I'm in enough trouble. It's not like that, Brad. I, I just came over to tell you that even though you'll probably have to face prison for kidnapping, Allie is prepared to forgive you. Ha! That's a joke. I'm sure that's the Christian thing, Pastor. But really, you self-righteous church folk make me sick. Look, I'm in a hospital, comprende? Brad, what if I told you I too need forgiveness beyond anything you could ever imagine? What would you have to be forgiven for? Would you believe murder and adultery just for starters? You have no idea how badly I need God to forgive me, Brad. Pastor, I have trouble you know nothing about. Right this minute, I have worse problems than worrying about what God thinks about me. Why don't you tell me what it is, Brad? Nothing is too hard for God. Five minutes later, Pastor Jack comes running into Eustace's office. Eustace, you have to act quickly. The lives of two girls are at stake. Tune in next month for another episode of Jailhouse Justice. And now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, things started out great this time. But poor Christy from Ireland, her trouble is Dublin. Oh, brother, Dublin. <laughs> I get it, daddy boy. <laughs> but Christy sure has faith, and so does Allie now. And Pastor Jack, in spite of witnessing to Brad, and in spite of all this trouble, knows that faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. <laughs> So even if Christy gets tossed out of her car, loses her way, still her faith eyesight, her vision, seems to be 2020. Uh-huh. Like I can see right now, Randy. Uh, I see a vision. A vision of an Irish cubic zirconian. Yes. Yeah. It, I believe it. Yeah. It's a shamrock. <laughs> oh, I get it. A zirconia, which is a fake diamond, which is a sham rock. 
Oh, that's a good one, Danny. I mean, it's punny. It might not be funny, but it sure is punny. Oh, top of the morning, Danny boy. Say goodbye. <laughs> See you later, radiator.